Welcome to Ariana Answers. I'm Dr. Ariana Brandolini, a clinical psychologist who lives in New York City. Every week, I answer a life question submitted by a listener like you. Would you like your question answered? Head over to the description of this video to submit. Now, let's jump into this week's episode. Impulsive behaviors are a function of our emotional state. Approaching them with curiosity can get us to the root issue. Whether it's loneliness, sadness, or boredom, it can help us choose healthier ways to regulate our emotional state. Dear Dr. Ariana, usually after a long day at work, I find myself making a drink or cracking a bottle of wine. One drink leads to another and I've forgotten about the stress and worries of that day. Am I running from something? My dear listener, you are not alone. A lot of people have been struggling with an increase in kind of impulsive behaviors, especially during this pandemic year. You know what I'm talking about. Having a couple of extra glasses of wine at night, shopping for things that you probably don't need, overeating even when you feel full, picking at your skin until it bleeds. And then when we see our credit card bill or when we feel sick or... Whatever else, we spiral into judgment, frustration, and shame. People I work with often come in with so much anger towards themselves at the behaviors that they do. And I validate that frustration. But I also know that approaching ourselves with criticism, anger, and judgment isn't going to help. These behaviors are not based in logic. If they were, you'd be able to reason your way or will your way out of them. But it's just not how it works. That's because there's an emotional experience that is driving this behavior. And emotions don't just come out of nowhere. They happen because there's a need in the moment that we're looking to meet. There's always a reason why we do what we do. Even the behaviors that we're not proud of or don't line up with our value system. When we approach ourselves with curiosity rather than judgment, we're actually able to get to the why and deal with the root of the behavior. Impulsive behaviors like overeating or shopping are us trying to do something called emotion regulation, which is when we try to control our emotional state. That's why when we feel negative emotions, we try to do something to make ourselves feel better. However, we often end up in unhealthy ways of doing it rather than finding healthy ways to cope and manage our emotions. So, the keys to mastering self-control and mastering ourselves is to live intentionally, not reactively. And along with this dear listener, I've had a lot of conversations about people increasing their alcohol intake during this pandemic year. And when we first chat about it, a lot of people don't really have an awareness as to why it's happening. Just to unwind at the end of a long day. But... As we delve deeper, we actually start to see certain patterns. They aren't distracted anymore and just automatically kind of reach for a drink. When we actually take a beat to examine what's going on beneath the surface, a lot of people figure out that in the evening is actually when they start to feel pretty lonely. People who overeat often feel numb while they're binging, but when you take the time to actually examine what happened that day, Maybe they'll describe feeling sad after having an interaction with a family member or a phone call with a parent. Or they simply felt bored. Boredom is a big trigger for a lot of people. We don't like feeling that feeling at all. So 
how do we start mastering ourselves so we can achieve our goals and the behaviors that are in line with our values. One of the first things you can do is create a behavior chain. So this tool is a timeline of feelings and actions that led up to the impulsive behavior. I will often have a client track everything that happened that day from the moment they woke up until they, for example, impulsively started watching porn, even if they didn't mean to or intend to. By doing this, we can connect events that might have happened earlier in the day that were triggering, that triggered thoughts and feelings that then were behind the behavior. As you start to notice patterns, we notice that they usually happen for the same or similar kind of reasons and maybe even at the same time of day. Were you tired because you didn't get enough sleep before? Did you feel sad and neglected after a fight with your significant other? Were you frustrated again because of your boss? Were you feeling insecure and lonely because you were scrolling through Instagram for hours? As you answer these questions and name the feelings that are happening in your body at the time, you can understand the why behind the behavior. It takes practice, so don't expect to do it perfectly, but just giving space to do this will help and you will get better and better at it. Number two, Know and plan for your triggers. Once you see a pattern and start to identify triggers, you can actually plan to do something different and set yourself up for a win. For example, if you know you tend to overeat at a certain time of night, you can actually plan to do something different during that time. Go for a walk or a run. Call one of your best friends. Have a bubble bath. If you know that being tired is a trigger, if you didn't get a great night's sleep, plan for how you're going to structure your day and your evening and get an early night's rest. If you know that talking to mom is a trigger, make sure you talk to her earlier in the day when you're feeling strong, limit the amount of time you talk to her, and then do healthy, healthy things like debriefing with your bestie or doing something that feeds your soul. Do some self-care. This is living intentionally. You can't expect things to change if you don't actually do something different. Number three, urge surf. Urges are like waves. They increase, they peak, and then eventually they break. Sometimes we just need to give ourselves enough time and the urge will break and then it will get easier to resist it. We also have to acknowledge that the peak is really hard. It's really uncomfortable. But if we allow ourselves to sit in the discomfort without running away from it, we actually build up a tolerance to that feeling. So when you no notice your urge increasing, say to yourself, this feeling is strong, but I can handle it. I'm going to give myself half an hour to surf this urge and I'm going to do something else. If at the end of half an hour, I really still want to do this behavior, I'm allowed to do it. Usually you'll see that at the end of your surfing time, you might not even want to do that behavior anymore. It'll be easier to resist. Before you even in that, in, in that situation, come up with a list of things that you can do while you're urge surfing and have it easily accessible like on your desk or on your fridge so that you don't have to think about it in the moment when you're feeling pretty uncomfortable. Are you enjoying this podcast? Make sure you head over to the description of this episode to download the companion worksheet. Number four, practice mindfulness. 
None of this is possible without engaging in mindfulness. Simply put, mindfulness is the act of focusing on one's senses and being fully present in the here and now. It increases the awareness that we have about our thoughts and our feelings, good and bad. It helps reduce impulsive behaviors because you're much more likely to pause and evaluate how to manage the current situation rather than mindlessly reacting to an emotion. Research shows that practicing mindfulness just 10 minutes a day helps decrease anxiety and depression and a whole host of other mental health issues. It helps de-escalate our nervous system and live a healthier life. There's so many ways of doing it, so many resources out there. Find an app or a website that speaks to you and how you like to do it. Would you like me to read your letter? Click on the description of this video to submit your question. So remember, impulsive behaviors are a function of our emotional state. Approaching them with curiosity can get us to the root issue. Whether it's loneliness, sadness, or boredom, it can help us choose healthier ways to regulate our emotional state. A few tips to start mastering ourselves so we can achieve our goals and behave according to our values. Number one, create a behavior chain so you can see what events led up to the behavior. Number two, know and, know and plan for your triggers. Number three, get good at surfing those urges. And number four, incorporate mindfulness into your daily routine.